All right. So today's daf is daf mem hey, page forty-five in the Hedigah Maseches Kedushin, and we pick up on the bottom of forty-four B on mem dalad on the base. We are um, at the last thin line, right before where the lines get wide. We're up to Amar Rabbi Nachman. Okay, at the end of the line you see Amar Rabbi Nachman, the last thin line on the page. Rabbi Nachman says, "For who Rabbi Nachman says the halacha we said until now is as long as there was a shidduch made, as long as it was a pre-planned shidduch. Now, what are we referring to over here? So, we're coming off of a Gemara where the Gemara gave up sock that if you have a ten-year-old girl who accepts kedushin, she accepts marriage without her father knowing. So we said, now can she do that? No. But she's going to need a get, and she's going to need Mia. She's going to need these two things. And we explained why. Yeah? And if she's going to marry somebody else, she's a get and she needs Mia. Rav Nachman says only if there was a Shidduch. Shidduch means it was prearranged. It was, it, was, it was arranged beforehand. Okay? However, let's say it was not arranged. Let's say Stam, you have a 15-year-old guy, a 30-year-old guy, 50-year-old guy, 80-year-old guy who walks over to a 10-year-old girl. On the street Puts a ring on her finger And she accepts marriage You don't need to get You don't need me Nothing to talk about It's when the father was ready And talks with the guy Except the father wasn't the one To accept the marriage She was one That's what we say Do get me You should know That in the case Where we said before Where the katana Accepted the marriage Without telling the father She doesn't uh, she, do, she does not need To do me Okay Meaning that the whole marriage, there's no Shiloh that the marriage was not effective. She doesn't need anything. Okay? Even if it's prearranged. Uh, uh, an adult walks, uh, is, is even in talks with a father about marrying a 10 year old, and then he puts a ring on her finger, she doesn't need to do anything because they're not married. All right? Is this true if a Shidduch was made? Says, yeah, it's a machlekes. It's a machlekes. Some say you need to make a shidduch, and some say you do not need to make a shidduch. Okay, even Mion does not need to be made. Moshev, Rev Kahana. Rev Kahana has a challenging question. The Kulon Imesu, if one of the 15 women died, now what are these 15 women? going back to the beginning of Meseches Yavamas. In the beginning of Yavamas, we know that when a husband dies childless, his wife, the, the, his wife falls to his brother for Yibam. And if he had two wives, they both fall to the brother in Yibam. Now, if one of them is a erva to the brother, how so? Let's say the deceased's brother is my father. Meaning, one guy married his niece, and now he dies, so his niece falls to her father for Yibam, we say, Abadanat. Yeah, there's an erva. Not only does the girl not fall to her father in Yibam, the tzara, the co-wife, doesn't fall either. Okay? There's, there's no Yibam. So Bakulan, all these cases where you're going to have 15 cases the Mishnah gives, where um, if, uh, if uh, any one of them died, Let's say the Yavama now dies while she's, uh, you know, while she's uh, waiting for uh, somebody to be Miyavamer. Or let's say Mion was done. 
or there's a divorce, Aisha Nimtu Islandess, or it turns out that she was an Islandess, so she was never capable of having children, which makes it that the original marriage is uh, that that Islandess never falls as a as a Yavama. Sorry, say a mutaris. The halacha is their their tsaris, their co wives are mutter to the Yavam. They're forbidden to the Yavam, but the co wives are mutter to the to the uh, brother. Okay, so you have the uh, um. Ruvain is married to two women. He dies childless. His wife, his two wives fall to Shimon. Now, one of the wives is Shimon's daughter. Okay? So she certainly can't. What about the other one? So he said, oh, the other one also. Yeah, if one is, then the other one also does it. Or do we say, what happens if, if something happened to one of the women? So, for example, Let's say Ruvain was married to two women. He divorced his niece, and then he died. So then only one wife fell to Yibam, and there's going to be Yibam in that situation. The kid Shaman. Now, who, who uh, uh, married this girl? Now, one of the cases in the Mishnah is when um, he married his niece, who's a Katana. The brother gave him over. The Kitshaman, who married her off? If his niece, 10 year old, was given over by her father. So Mion, refusal doesn't work when the father marries her off. Remember, when does refusal for a katana work? When the brother or mother marry her off. Get She should need a full fledged get. It must be, if we're referring to Mion, where she accepted it herself. The fact that we're saying that it's called a marriage is a proof. Is a proof that when a minor accepts marriage for herself, Mion is needed. Now the problem is, Ula said before that whenever a katana accepts marriage without the father's knowledge, you don't need get, you don't need Mion, you don't need nothing. The guy did nothing. Over here, we're forced in our mission to explain we're dealing with a case of of Mion and a katana. Ah, if the father didn't give her over, why they even married? Okay, he explained. That she married herself after she was caused to be a a yesayma bechaye avia. Okay, so what this means is like this: How are you yesayma bechaye avia? How could you be an orphan while your father's alive? So this is an expression; it's not literal, and I'll explain. The Torah gives the rights to a father to marry off his minor daughter. How many times? Once. Every father has one. Get married card. One. Get married card for his minor daughter. So, Yanko has a daughter who's 10. Yanko marries her off. She gets divorced three months later. Yanko cannot marry her again. In this context, we call her a Yesaima Bechayavia. She's an orphan in her father's lifetime, meaning her father's alive, but she's an orphan as far as. Nobody has control over her marriage anymore. And that is the case, says the Gemara. Where we'll say that since the father lost control over her marriage rights, if somebody were to go over to her and put her and she accepts the marriage, there something did happen because the father can't get in the way. Something did happen, but she could walk away with me. It's not really a marriage, so she could walk away with, with uh, refusal. Okay. And therefore, it's not a contradiction. Moshev, Rav Amnuna. Rav Amnuna has a challenging question. 
Ain't Meichron the Kraivim. A father's not let to sell his daughter as an Amavria, two relatives. Why not? Rashi explains because part, built in to the Amma Evriya halacha is something called Yud. Remember that? Which is that the master has a mitzvah to marry the maidservant. So it's built into the ownership, which means that a father cannot sell his daughter to her grandfather. You know why? Because the grandfather can't marry her. Okay? So you, you're not allowed to, a father cannot sell a daughter as an Amavriya to a karaf, to a close relative who, has, who doesn't have the ability to marry her. Mishumar says, no, that you are permitted to sell to relatives, which means the mitzvah of Yud is when it's possible. When it's not possible, it's okay. Top of today's daf. Veshav, and everybody agrees, that you could, uh, you could sell, get ready, a father could sell his daughter who's an almana. You have to know how this works. She's almana. What's the case? To a kain gadol, and grush v'chutz the kain headed. Even though the kain gadol is not allowed to marry her, you can't do yud on her. But everybody agrees that you could make that sale. Okay. Now why? Because if the kain gadol were to marry her, it would be valid. It's just aser. It's aser, but it would work technically. So you're allowed to sell, but uh, he just he's not allowed to marry her. Okay. But what needs to be clarified here? Again, we said the father sells his daughter, who's an almana, to a kain gadol. How are you going to have a daughter who's a widow and you still have the rights to sell her? What's the case? Ask the Gemara. What's the case of this widow? This widowed minor. If it means her father married her off and then her husband died and now she's left by herself. Does a father have a right to sell his daughter after he married her off? There's a rule. Which is, once a father brings his daughter into Kedushan, into marriage, he has no rights to sell her anymore. So that can't be the case. Again, we're looking for a case where a father is selling his widowed daughter as an Amavriya. Umar says, one second. If he gave her over to marriage already, he has no rights to sell her now. So that can't be the case. Elolav, so what could the case be? The Kiddush Ihi Nafsha. I'll tell you, she married herself off. So since she married herself off, and then the husband died, and now she's a widow, the father never used up his card, so now he could sell it. Ask the Gemara, But you see from over here that when a katana accepts marriage, we're calling her a widow. One second. According to you, Ula, she's not a widow. She's just a girl that a guy put a ring on her finger and dropped dead. That doesn't make her a widow. Why are you calling her a widow, Ula? That's the question. Amr of Amram, Amr of Yitzchak, Ram says the name of Rav Yitzchak, Hacha Bikidushe Yud. We're dealing with a, um, a girl who had Kedushin with Yud, which means like this The father did not previously marry her off. The father previously sold her. The master married her through Yid and then died. So the father has never used up. And we're going according to the opinion who says 
of Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yudu says that when a father sells his daughter as an Amma Avriya, and the master now does Yud on her, it's not considered as if the father gave her over to marriage. It's as if the father only gave her over to be, uh, to be an Amma. And it's going to come out that that's how you can have a case where she's already an Amana with the father uh, with the father being around and with her not being the one to accept the marriage. We learned, let's say her husband dies and she falls in Yibam. She um, should do ye, uh, she should do mion, she should do it like this uh, refusal to remove the mimer. Mion is not going to help to remove a zika. So, what happened is like this you have a guy who married a katana and then died childless. So, one of the brothers gives her money called mimer. Why does he give her money? Not to consummate the marriage because yibum is only consummated with bia. So he gives her money to set her aside rabbinically. None of other brothers can marry her. So if he did that, this girl, if she doesn't want to marry him, should do mion on the mimer. This way she got dad out of the way. Okay? And then you deal with everything else. Um, and, and then she still has the yibum bond, though. She's still connected as far as yibum. Says it about a How did this predicament start? If one of the brothers did Maimur, she should need a get, she should need Chalitza, and she should need Mion. Why? She needs a get. Because maybe the father is happy with the Maimur of the brother. Okay, now if the Maimur was effective, you need a get. She needs Chalitza, maybe the father is agreeing to the, only the first marriage. Okay? And the first marriage, it, you, since it was valid, you need chalitz on that. And trichamion, she needs to do a refusal. The father doesn't want either one. If the father is not happy with either one, guess what? She's not married to anybody. So why does she have to do mion? Because v'yayimru, people are going to say, in kedushin toisim ba'choisa. People are going to say that oh, her marriage to this other brother cannot take effect. You can't, there's no such thing as yibum on a katana. That's what people are going to think if we just let her walk away. Again, she's 10 years old and she's falling in yibum. So we're saying the brother, the yavam, has to do, she has to do yibum, she has to do miyun to that brother. Why? So that people shouldn't think that in general a katana could just walk away. So she's going to have to do some sort of, of process. Fine. Let's say Maimer was not done by any of the brothers Then the halacha is All you're going to need Is chalitza You do not need uh, You do not need mion Why? What are you going to say? Let's do mion Maybe people say That the, the marriage you know, is, is not effect, Was not effective at all Let me tell you something Everybody is familiar. You don't need to worry about people talking because there are certain times where people are very well aware that the halacha of marrying the sister of a chalutza is only a dinder abonon, which means if I divorce a woman, I'm not allowed to marry her sister. 
What about if I do chalitza on a woman? Am I allowed to marry her sister? Midrabon or not? Okay? See, people are aware of that. See, even if people would say that, oh, you could have chalitza by a uh, katana, no one's going to say that, you know, if the brother does chalitza, in general, you can't marry this sister. Because Yishlokish says, Kan Shana Rebbe Aches Grushim Rebbe taught us that the prohibition of marrying the sister of your divorcee as a biblical tr- prohibition, but to marry the sister of your chalutza, that is aser midivrei seifer, that is only aser midirabonin, it's aser rabbinically. Okay. Um, Zog the Gemara. Hanu Beitrei, there were two people, Dabakashashu Khamra, two Saitsipi Bababel. There were two people who were drinking wine underneath a tree in Babel. Shakochar Minayu, Kosa the Khamra, one took a cup of wine, Yavli the Khabri gave it to his friend, and Amar he said, Mikachli, Bartik Labri. Let me tell you something. I'm giving you this cup of wine, and with this cup of wine, your daughter is married to my son. Value, right? You gave value. It's not a ring, but it's a cup of wine. Omar says, Even according to the opinion who says that if a katana herself were to accept marriage, we do need to be concerned the father was happy with this. Top of The reason why it's not a valid marriage is because father number one, the father of the groom, potential groom, he has no right. Did he speak to his son? No. Not that we know of. We don't know that he's acting as a messenger of his son. And therefore it's not valid. Maybe the son appointed him as a messenger. And therefore it should be valid. Again, back to our story. Two fathers sitting under a tree drinking wine. Father of the son has been appointed a messenger to, to find a good wife. Yeah, to find him a good wife. To find the son a good wife. He says, Dad, go find me a good wife. He doesn't know. Oh, no, no, no. Because his son's a gadol. Yeah. Uh, only a, a boy has to be a gadol to get married. Right? So he's at least 13. She says, listen, his father, he's 13 years old. His father says, son, time for shidduch. The kid says, listen, I'm 13 years old, Dad. I don't know what to look for in a shidduch. You go find me yourself. So the father's sitting under a tree, schmoozing with another fellow. The fellow's like, oh boy, do I have a daughter. Who's 10? So I'll tell you what, sounds like a wonderful girl. Sounds like Rivka with the water at the well. I'll tell you what, I've been Amashliach for my son. I'll give you a cup of wine. With this cup of wine, my son's marrying your daughter. That should work. Why not? I'll tell you why. There's no way. You know why? It's a chutzpah to ask your father to be a shliach for you. You use, you use your father. You should know something. We live in a society where this type of statement of Gemara makes no sense to us. In the world of Emes, this is true. La halacha, it's usher, it's forbidden. It's usher. You're ever gonna say, for making use of your father. 
if if there's a cup that's in the cabinet and my father is five steps away from that cup and I'm 40 steps away from that cup, us Americans, we think, that oh, my father's close. I should ask my father to go get it. He's right there. His father's right there. Not, 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 not so simple. Not simple. Say, oh, my father would want me to. How do you know your father wants you to? What does that mean? And, and besides, let's walk away from Allah for a second. The sensitivity of even thinking about these things. Even thinking about it, right? It's like, oh, is it disrespectful to ask my father to work for me? The answer is yes. Even if it's mutter, it's disrespectful. So the, 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 these types of statements of, says the Gemara, a person wouldn't have the chutzpah to send his father on a, on, on a scavenger hunt looking for a shidduch. Says the Gemara, yeah, I'll tell you what, Maybe, maybe, we're not dealing with the son telling the father what to do. Maybe the son and father were having a conversation. The son let the father know he's interested in marrying this girl. And the father on himself is choosing to do the favor. But if the son's not telling the father what to do, maybe that's the case. Yeah. We, we said uh, Mar taught us specifically Ravina taught us specifically He does not agree With uh, With Rav and Shmuel Okay Which means That uh, If a girl were to accept marriage On her own um, It's not valid at all It's not a valid marriage at all Okay And therefore we're not going to assume here That the father You don't just assume That a father has a right To act As an agent On behalf of his child Another story There was a fellow The Kaddish Kisha The Yarka Bishuka he married a girl with vegetables, kisha diarkas, like a basket of yerek, a basket full of greenery, in the shuk. Okay, so he walks over to a girl with a beautiful basket of cucumbers and tomatoes and carrots, peppers, beautiful, and he says, "Ramukudashusli, the basket shall vegetables zoo." Okay, Amar Avina, Avina says. Even though, according to Binah says in general, that maybe the father would agree to her marriage. A father would only a father only gives rights to his daughter to accept kedushin if whoever's marrying her is doing this in a proper way in a derech of kavur. No upstanding father is going to allow a man or his daughter to accept marriage from a man. Who doesn't marry her in a bakavadika way? This is a very sensible thing, and it doesn't. It never changes, by the way. So it he, never changes. So the he, fact is, that is he saying that, that he's saying it's not valid because uh, in the marketplace to give her a basket of vegetables, it's not a respectable thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like the guy who wants to date your daughter and doesn't know how to uh, be a gentleman. Yeah, and you're looking, you're like, "Hey, Vay what's happening over here? Uh, uh-uh, uh, it's not happening, sweetie pie." Right, so it's a, right. There, there's a certain point where, like, okay, I'm going to let my daughter try to feel like she's, uh, you know, she she's an adult, she's an adolescent, and she's trying. At a certain point, you're like, sorry, sweetie pie, yeah, this guy is toxic. Says nish you you have do not have my come here, okay, not have my come here. I'll be derech bizayin. No father 
is going to allow this, this, uh, this, this guy to give him her daughter vegetables in the marketplace, and therefore there's no assumption that the father's agreeing to this. Where's the embarrassment? Where's the bizayin? If what's embarrassing is that they used vegetables, where's the embarrassment? The marketplace. What's the bigger problem here? That they were standing in the shuk? Or is the bigger problem that you used cucumbers? Yeah? Nafkamina. What's the practical difference? Let's say he gives her a hundred dollars, but they're standing in the shuk. Or maybe he's marrying her in a backyard ceremony with vegetables. He says, my, what's the halacha? That's what we need to know. I get it. Now, as we're saying, I totally get it that it's not a valid marriage because no father would allow the vegetables in the shuk to be a marriage. Fine, I get it. Now what the Gemara is asking for ourselves, what's the bigger problem? Very important question. Both. Both of them are a problem. It's how you do it and where you do it. It's both. And if any part of this is done with a lack of cover, no father is, 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 is assumed to having uh, given his askama, his agreement. There's a fellow who said to one of his relatives, uh, um, Sorry, I lost that place. Yeah, okay, here we go. The father said, I want my daughter to marry my family. I want her to marry to my family. The Amra and the mother says, It's for my side of the family. Okay? Okay, so what do you do here? This is kind of like the joke where this girl says to her, uh, says to her father, Dad, where do humans come from? Gives her a whole share in evolution. We used to be apes. And now, we are, and now we walk on twos. And now we're humans. Okay, interesting story. Fine. Uh, the next week she's talking to her mother. She says, Mom, where do humans come from? She says, well, there's a God in the world. And God created two very special human beings called Adam and Eve. You know? And she says, one second, last week I was talking to dad. He said, we come from apes. She says, yeah, he was talking to you about his side of the family. I'm talking to you my side of the family. Yeah. All right. So, so the father says, you're marrying into my side of the family. And the mother says, huh, we've done that already. <laughs> We're done marrying into your side of the family. All right. Now it's my side. <laughs> we made that mistake already. So the, the wife eventually, as usually happens, uh, nags her husband and says, uh, it's my way or the highway. Yeah. So, um, and he said, fine, fine, she can marry your side, enough. Okay. When a woman says fine, by the way, in woman language, doesn't mean fine. It means I dare you. <laughs> so as they're sitting at the Suda, as they're sitting at the Suda, also Krive Beigra Bekitsha. So they're at the Badekin. Yeah, they get ready for the chuppah. And one of the relatives of the father goes to a side room, literally means upstairs, and he puts a ring on her finger and he marries her. So now the question is. Is that marriage valid because the husband, the father, did say he wanted his family to marry this girl? 
So like this, it's Mamash Kishmaka Shalom Bayi's question. Yeah? The father really wants this guy to marry. Except he doesn't really want it if his wife's there. <laughs> yeah, if his wife knows about it, then it's not worth it. But that's really what he wanted. So what do you do? It's Kishmaka question. Amr Abai, Abai says, Ksiv, it says, Sheiris Yisrael loy yasu avlo v'loy yirbu chazav. He says, you know something? Once a father agrees with the wife, it's done. We're not going to assume that the father said okay and went ahead with the chasna preparations and now would be happy with that. I we know originally that's what he wanted. Not anymore. It's not valid. That's a buy. Rabba Omar, Rabba says, Rabba says, I agree that the father's family marriage is not a marriage. In other words, I agree in halacha, but for a different reason. It's not because that people... Are, are, that you know you're as good as your word. That was a buy. Rabbi says no. People do back out of their word. People will. So why why isn't it valid? Because the father already paid for this whole meal. Now he's he's uh, they're sitting at the smorgasbord, and now somebody else is going to go mess up the whole thing that the father doesn't want. Once you invest financially in something, you're not gonna. It's not gonna change. My beinayu, ikibeinayu, like tarach. The difference is if there wasn't a tircha. Let's say they had a simple backyard uh, celebration. Okay, right. So according to Abaye, Abaye would say it's not a valid marriage because people don't back out of their words. Again, this is if he wasn't if he if he wasn't Tariyach in the Suda. But according to Rava, let's say you have a situation where the father listened to the mother, let her marry that side, and then they're getting married in their kitchen, right? And before the marriage, somebody walks over and puts her in their finger. The father, according to Rava, the father would be happy. At his side, because he never invested in this anyway. It was like chick chak, yalla, make a lechayim, take a take a piece of herring, and you're good to go. Okay, beautiful. Two dots, halfway down on mem hey over base. Niskadsha ladasavia. What happens if the girl got married with kedushin, stage one of marriage, with her father's agreement? And then the father travels overseas. He goes to Australia. And then she, without telling the father, did the second stage of marriage without his consent. So he knew about the first stage. He brought her into the first stage. And then she, on her own, went into the second stage of marriage. She moved in with her husband. We assume it's fine. And if her husband's a Kohen, she could start eating truma. Until her father comes back and causes problems with it. Okay? She can't. Because if the father comes back and he makes a machah, so then it's going to come out with a problem. Okay? So she cannot eat shuma. The story happened, and Rav, not that he necessarily paskin like this, but he was strict and told her she can't eat shuma. The husband was a kain, and he said, "You can't eat juma until your father knows about this." When did he tell her that? Well, after she didn't assume after it by she herself. Didn't, yeah. she didn't assume by herself. Yeah, and we were concerned that if the father comes back, he'll have a problem with it. I thought so, he. I thought he made. Didn't he, he the father did the erison. Of the air. Uh, okay. The father did the erison. Yeah. Went overseas. Right. She didn't assume it by herself. Right. So the question is, can she eat truma if her husband's a kain? So Rav said she shouldn't eat truma until the father comes back. Um, now, if the father comes back and he's cool with it, 
start eating chuma. Even though Rav, you know, Rav will agree that if she dies, yeah, if she dies before her father comes back, the husband does not inherit her. A husband only inherits a wife if they had real nisuin. Let's say the girl who's 10 years old did nisuin by herself with the father overseas and then she dies. The father comes back the husband does not inherit her. Okay? Because her estate always stayed with the father. We never had a chazaka that she changed over and he, the, the father is going to hold on to the money. What happens if the girl had kedushin with her father's das? The nisseis shaloymi das and then she did nisuin without her father knowing but her father's here. Okay? It's not like her father is overseas. Now, what's going to be the difference? What's the difference if it's here or overseas? I'll tell you. If he doesn't know, probably. Good. So if he doesn't know, if he's overseas, you can't assume anything. If he's in town, and she accepts Nasuin, and she moves in with her husband, and her father's in town, and says nothing, what does that tell me? He's fine with it. Did he accept Nasuin? No. But if you had a problem with it, open your mouth. Why are you saying anything? Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, still ain't no echelis. He still cannot eat shum. Rav Yerba Rav Amar Echelis, no, you, she could. Rav Huna, Amar Echelis, Afil Rav Amar Echelis, Hosam Hu, Vlai Isi Laav. That's because the father wasn't in town at all. Abul Hachat Isi Laav, here where the father is here. Hide the Ishtik, Mirsach Rosach. You know why he's quiet? Don't tell me to open my mouth. You know why the father didn't say anything? Because he's upset. I'm not talking to you anymore. You don't do this to your old man. It's not a sign of consent. It's a sign of anger. Right? There's different... It's fascinating. The, how Chazal understood the reactions... The mom's different reactions that we have. My wife doesn't mind me sharing this, so I share it. When we first got married, and that and it, 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 it went on for a long time. I think we pretty much straightened this out mostly, mostly. But we have different reactions when we're upset. Okay, my wife gets upset. She wants some love. She needs some love. She needs she needs to know that I care. So if she, if I see that she. First let me talk about me If I get a burn on my finger Let me tell you something Nobody talked to me For a half hour It's right here If I get a burn While it's hurting Don't poo poo me Don't tell me you're sorry that, that I got a burn Don't go near me I just need my space It hurts Tenla needs a space Yeah um, So I, I need my space Yeah See When I first got married I thought everybody's like that. And, and then if my wife goes home and burns her finger, I'm like, okay, I'll give her her space. She doesn't want her space. She wants me to come over and say, oh, I'm so sorry, Speedy. Oh, you got hurt. Please, you know, let, let me see what I could do for you. Can I see your finger? Can I hold your finger? Can I see what's up? If, if, I, if I walk away, it's like I don't care. You hear what I'm saying, right? Okay, that's how she worked. That's how I worked. You know, after a couple times, she's like, hello, you don't care that I got hurt? I'm like, of course I care. That's why I'm staying out of your way. <laughs> she said, don't stay out of my way I need you I need you here I don't 
Okay, so everybody's got their own different reactions. So th- this girl gets married. She does the suing. The father's here. The father hears about it. Some fathers are going to bite their tongue. Not because they agree. Because if they open their mouth, they know what's going to come out. <laughs> and they say, you know what? I'm angry. I don't agree to this at all. But I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Absolutely, it's no sign of agreement. Other times, you can say, shtika kaida. Right? It is. So that's, that's the Gemara's understanding over here. Rav Baraba Omar Echelas Rav Yerba says she's not Ichuma. Rav Yerba Rabasi Damar Enechelas Yerba Rabasi says she's not Ichuma. Hasam Hu the Shemay Yavai Avi Avi Yim. The reason why you can't Ichuma over there is because when the father goes overseas, he might come back and 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 uh, make a macha and protest against it. Avalacha, but over here where the father is in town, midashosik insnuchi insichalei. Listen, if he's quiet, that's a riot. He's okay because what else do you want to happen? Yeah, what else do you want to happen? What are you waiting for? You're here. You're in town. You see it happen. You're quiet. No, I'm quiet because I'm upset. Well, then when do you expect this Nisuin to not be effective? What is your being upset and keeping your mouth shut going to help? The more, you, the more you're quiet, the longer she's with this guy. So there's no excuse to keep your mouth quiet if you're, if you're not agreeing. And therefore, in this scenario, Shtika is Kaida. It is a agreement. Okay. Let's say she did Kedushin without her father's agreement. And she also did Nesuin without his agreement. But Viyakan, the father's in town. Interesting case. You hear this? The father's in town the whole time. He hears that his daughter accepted marriage. Then he hears his daughter moved in. And the whole time the father's quiet. The says in this case, she could already eat Shuma. What Ravuna says makes no sense. Yeah? Ravuna over here, yeah, is going to allow it to be a valid marriage and before not, in the first case, where the father agreed to the Kedushin. The Kedushin, the Araisa. So it's a valid step one. Ravuna said, you cannot eat by Nisuin. Like Koshkin over here, we didn't agree to anything. How much more so could she not eat? Near and divrei Talmud says Gemara. Okay, so it's going to seem like Rabbi Yirmiyah is correct. It doesn't make Rabbi Yirmiyah learned by Ravuna, and Ravuna is not making any sense. So how does this play out? Amarava, my time with Ravuna. The reason for Ravuna, who says over here, when the father did not agree to anything, but he's in town, she could eat truma. Since he didn't open his mouth at all, it's considered as if she's an orphan in her father's lifetime, which means. The same way, the father only has one card to accept her marriage. And once that's used up, he can't get in the way. His silence is him saying, I'm not using my card here. And my, whatever my daughter does is considered valid. So Ravuna says like this, when she marries on her own accord, and the father's quiet, and then she does nisuin on her own accord, that's actually a greater proof of consent than if the father does the first part, which he, he didn't show anything now. And then the Sue when he's quiet, it could be there he means anger. It depends on how far we're going to, to understand. Therefore, Ravuna is not necessarily a contradiction. Okay, we'll hold it here at Bethlehem tomorrow. We will pick up 7.20 p.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.